Welcome, everyone, to the College Parent Podcast. My name is Jordan Anderson. And my name is Antonio Arnett. And we want to thank you for joining us. On today's episode, we will be interviewing Ryan Holt, who is the Assistant Dean of Students and Director of New Student Orientation Programs at Belmont University in Nashville, Tennessee. And we'll be discussing how to engage your student in their campus community amid a worldwide pandemic. Let's go ahead and dive in. Welcome, Ryan, to the College Parent Podcast. Hello. Thanks for having me. Excited to be here. We're excited to have you. Well, yes, I'm so happy to be here. Uh, my role, I'm the Director of Student Engagement here at Belmont University. And so I have the honor of what I always say is helping students find a home. Uh, really where we believe engagement matters, that community matters, belonging matters. Uh, and once uh, her research shows, and we would say from our, our experience shows, that once students feel that connection, once they're engaged, it really transforms their college experience. And so I get to work with a great team. We work with so many different organizations from Greek life to student organizations to new student orientation to student governments. We're finding ways to help students feel uh, connected and find that sense of belonging. So that's what I get to do. Awesome. So let's get started. So the first thing we want to discuss on this morning is how do you believe that the pandemic has affected the collegiate experience? And what do you believe to be the greatest need for campus communities right now? Yeah, great question. Obviously, we're all in this together trying to figure out how to navigate um, this unexpected season. So I always start by saying, folks kind of ask me about this. Uh, I think we've all been affected our whole life. And it's not just about college. I think about my own life, not even work. Work's different. Uh, my wife, she's an interior designer. So for a couple of months, that kind of shut down. Now they're back up and running, but they're having delays on how to get furniture and all those things. So that's different. The holidays are different. Kind of traveling with family, not traveling. Friends' life is different. And so when you think about that, I think that just kind of helps paint a picture of, hey, we're all navigating this. We're all trying to figure out this new reality and how to do it. And so then when it comes to college life, I think just knowing that and helping students kind of realize, hey, we're all navigating this differently. This experience is going to be different, but different doesn't have to be bad. And so a lot of times I think we think different is negative. Uh, different doesn't have to be that way. I think the difference is just kind of resetting your perspective, reshifting your mindset of what this can be and trying to figure out what works. So as we think about college life, obviously the biggest thing I think that students are experiencing is classes. That's why they come to college. And so classes just look different uh, depending on your university. Every university is doing a little bit different. I work here at Belmont. Uh, we are doing kind of the hybrid model, which is a popular model kind of across uh, the nation, but where students can take online classes part online or part in class or they can do fully online or they can do kind of fully in class, but just kind of restrictions on how many students are in the classroom. And so that just looks different. That creates different rhythms. Faculty are adjusting to that, figuring out what works, figuring out how to keep students engaged. And students are figuring it out. They're figuring out, hey, how do I learn in this new setting and new environment? And so uh, right there, I think that's the first thing just kind of recognizes classes and learning looks different. But then as we think about kind of my job in, in orientation and as the director of student engagement, engagement and community looks different. I think about, once again, I always like to talk to my own life. So it's not just about college, it's about everybody. My friends, I've, there's a couple of friends I honestly haven't seen for the last five months face-to-face just because of how life is. So we all have kind of young kids based on our life stage, so that makes it also difficult but we're doing friendship differently. My neighbors, I see a little bit more just because we interact, but even them, I don't see as much. And so as you think about college life, there's so much that happens, so much uh, community that takes place kind of in the in-between moments, I like to call it. 
And so as you're, you know, going to your class and you're passing someone in the hallway, stop and kind of chat, or as you grab lunch in between classes, those moments where you're connecting with friends, those are key moments that help really create relationships that then really help kind of change people's trajectory in college. I think about myself, I used to go to the grocery store. Uh, I, I'm kind of in charge of the grocery shopping. So I used to go to the store. Well, now we do it all uh, all online. So I'm not even seeing those in-between people that I used to kind of run into at the grocery store. That's not happening for me. Same thing is happening at college. A lot of those in-between moments aren't happening. So really what that does is it kind of forces people to be really intentional because you're not able to get those kind of what I'll call just like magical moments that just kind of pop up and you run into someone and it feels like, oh, we were meant to connect today. Uh, getting groceries at our house. So I'd go to the grocery store and as I was doing that, I would run, you know, run into people and you get to say hi and kind of catch up that way. And that just isn't happening now. Now we're ordering all of our groceries online. And the same thing is happening on college campuses. There used to be a lot of kind of organic uh, community or what I call those magical moments where a student is heading to class or past another person that they remember that they met, you know, at orientation or an event the other night. They're able to kind of make that connection have that moment, or maybe they grab lunch uh, together. Those things just are not happening as much as they used to. And that's true for all of us. And so what that really requires of us is to be intentional, to really say at the front end, what do I want to be about? Uh, What do I need in my life? What do I want to make this? How do I want to make this experience uh, the best that it can be? And then to really carve out time and to be intentional about making that happen. So it's, you know, scheduling that connection with that friend, making that meeting happen with your student organization. And so it's just, it looks different. And once again, different isn't bad, uh, but it just forces us to be a little bit more intentional. That's wonderful. Just a quick follow-up on that. Do you believe that the pandemic will have long-term effects on the dynamics of campus and college life? And if so, how? I know you talked a little bit about not getting those magic moments. Do you think that that will ever happen again? Yeah, great question. I think this is kind of the big question we're all asking of, uh, what have we learned that's going to carry forward with us? How quickly will we just kind of retreat back to what we know? Um, I think it'll be a little bit of both. I think people are definitely itching to get back into relationship, back into community, back into the classroom. And I'm excited for that to happen. And I do think that will happen. But I think we've also learned some things. I think we've also learned what technologies work for us. We'll go back to the grocery shopping example, which don't bring too much, but Honestly, it's a lot easier for us to punch in online what we need from the grocery store, pull up with our car, they load up, and then we're off. Uh, that saves us precious time and is really helpful for us in our stage of life. And so I do think there are some things like that that we've kind of stumbled across that, oh, wow, there's actually a different way to do this that makes it more efficient, more effective, still has the impact. So I think it'll be a lot of us kind of stepping back, really figuring out what helps learning. You know, at the core, that's what we're about, what helps learning, what helps people develop. And some of those things I think we were doing before and we're excited to get back to. And some of those things I think we've stumbled on. And I think, honestly, that'll make college better and hopefully all of us a little bit uh, better at how we're going to live in living life. I totally agree with you. And I, I like how you mentioned to be intentional. And I'm, I always harp on to be intentional means to do things on purpose with a purpose. So to go into our next question, what can students do to engage and feel more connected to their campus? Yeah, great question. I definitely think one of the impacts of the season is I think students and all of us, honestly, are a lot more lonely. I think we're a lot more isolated. And that's probably just kind of by the nature of we're trying to keep our distance and do do our part. And so I think what that does require, just like we talked about, is that intentionality. Um, It's taking those steps. So a lot of things that I think 
at one point maybe were handed to us where, hey, let's just, you know, you're a new student. You're in a crowd with, you know, 500, 1,000, 2,000 other students. And there's all these social events for you to kind of engage. Those just look different now. And so it takes a lot, a lot more ownership of you saying, hey, I'm feeling a little bit lonely. I think I need to do something. And that can be as simple as reaching out to your resident assistant. You know, if you're living on campus, it can be living or reaching out to somebody in your class, finding a way that you can study together, even if it isn't virtual. I think it's taking those kind of moments and that intentionality and putting it on yourself. I also say it just looks different. I think a lot of times we fool ourselves of, oh, you know, as a you know, college student, you just meet so many people. So you think, oh, I need to have a hundred friends. Those kind of day those events just aren't really happening right now. And so instead of, you know, the 500 people out on the campus squad. Now it's more like four students sitting together, you know, playing guitar. And so how do you kind of lean into that? And maybe your relationships look a little bit different. I would say, how do you kind of find your tribe? You know, what are five students or friends that you can kind of say, Hey, how do we be intentional with this season, knowing that things are going to look a little different? How do we maybe schedule something like every Monday night, we're going to get together and watch this show or we're going to check in on each other. How do you just kind of create those different relationships for the season that kind of help sustain you? And then hopefully once again, we'll get back to the days where we're having those large group gatherings. But I think for now, I think we all need a little bit of that as, hey, who are the three friends I can really count on? Maybe who's a mentor I can, you know, catch up with? Those, those type of things go a long ways. And I think we all could use a little bit of that. Oh, for sure. So what advice would you give parents to support students during this time? Great question. I think for parents... Honestly, one of the best things I think you can do is also process your experience because we are all going through this together. And so, you know, even me sharing my stories of what it's like with my friends or, you know, how me and my wife are kind of navigating the season. I think that helps paint a picture that it's not just you, it's all of us and we're all kind of having to adjust. And so, you know, it's unfortunate that it's happening to you during your college experience but we're all trying to navigate this and find uh, goodness in it. So I think that's kind of the first step, kind of a little bit of empathy and a little bit of perspective that I think can be helpful in the conversation. And then I think it is helping the students kind of pinpoint what are, you know, we keep talking about intentionality. So naming some of those things. Okay. So you're not maybe having the grace experience on this one online class, Well, what are you hoping to get from this online class? How do you kind of name that? And then kind of drill in what's maybe one step you can take from that or, oh, I see that you're lonely. Okay, what are you, what does not being lonely look like to you in the season? And maybe what's one way we can do that? Um, and kind of asking questions, I always say as, as a parent, it's easy to give answers. Even as a professional, it's easy to give answers. But really what college is about is helping students ask the right questions. And so part of doing that is kind of modeling that. So as a parent, I think, how do you continually ask those questions to help kind of shift the perspective that the student might be looking at the situation. So asking, you know, well, what do you want on that? What does friendship look like? What would it look like for you to take a step towards community? Uh, What would it look like for you to engage more in your class? What would it look like for you to have a relationship with your professor in this season? You know, what would it look like for you to prepare for that internship? Those kind of questions, I think, helped the student take a little bit of ownership. And so instead of just like if you, if you come into that uh, conversation, say, hey, you need to do A, B, and C, most likely uh, your student's going to walk away frustrated and discouraged and not do A, B, and C. They're going to want to do, you know, X, Y, Z. And so instead, helping them kind of stumble into that and helping kind of shift, well, what have you done? How, how can you take responsibility for the situation or how can you get help? What does help look like? 
And so I think that's a really important step for parents in the season. And as a, you know, as parents, I think you're always wanting what's, what's best for the students and you're wanting to help basically take away discomfort. And that's our tendency as humans. We want to take away discomfort, but also often it's the discomfort that helps the learning and the growth. And so what does it look like to help students have questions that provide answers that give them the tools to kind of work through their own discomfort? Because we're all in this discomfort. It's discomfort that's uh, very uncomfortable for all of us right now. And so having some of those tools for them to feel that ownership, I think, can be really helpful. So a lot of what you do, as you said, is work with student organizations. And as we've mentioned, large gatherings aren't happening right now, obviously. How effective do you think student organizations are right now for students to get involved and connected to their campus community? Yeah, that's a great, great question. So yeah, I have the honor of working with student organizations, love that work and love helping students find a home and find a belonging where they're at. I do think it is challenging. Like we're going to, if we're going to be honest, I think things just look different. And so I think student organizations, a lot of them are kind of more at this, Hey, we're not able to accomplish our, our goals that we're hoping to. We're not able to really accomplish our mission in the same way that we're used to. And so it definitely takes a lot of rethinking, a lot of creativity. I do think though, that once again, I think students, the community is such a key part of helping people feel like they belong. And so I do think that organizations still can provide that in really meaningful ways. It helps people connect around a common passion or interest and so right now in this season, I'm always kind of telling these student organizations, hey, maybe focus less on kind of your output. So, you know, how much you're doing on campus, how many events you're doing, even if those events are virtual, you know, how much education you're doing. And maybe focus, what does it look like in this season to really about be about kind of caring for your community? So really about bringing people in that have kind of a similar passion and interest and really kind of providing community and connection and making sure people are feeling healthy and supported in the season. And then, you know, maybe do pick kind of one or two big things that you want to rally around, but kind of how do you focus just on that community part? Cause I think that's big. So if you're definitely, if your student is feeling kind of lost or lonely, I still do think student organizations are a huge place to kind of get connected and get that, get your foot in the door of a group of other students who have a similar, uh, similar interest. As we wrap up this episode, we want to thank Ryan Holt for taking the time to be a guest on our show. If you want to learn more, check out our other The College Parent Podcast episodes on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Have a great day and see you next time.